Is it me you're looking for? I don't remember the next line. I don't can, think anyone does. Can you hold me in your arm? Something like that. Uh, Something about dancing on the ceiling? No. That, <laughs> Is that I, Eddie Murphy? I think you might have had a mixtape. That's Lionel Richie. Is it Hello, It's Me You're Looking For? Also That's, Lionel Richie? Yeah. Oh, thank God. So maybe you just had like the greatest hits. Maybe. And then, or it was like a like a infomercial when I was a kid, home alone by myself. Like, Lionel Richie's greatest hits. I doubt that. I don't think he was infomercial. He might have been like... He might have had two songs on a mixtape. Yeah, tape. like on a Time Life. That's, hits of the 70s. <laughs> there, I also only know the beginning of... I wear my sunglasses at night so, so I, I can, can, so I can... can. That's uh, the only part of that song I know because yeah, it's an I think infomercial. I think that's one of those. I think there's a lot of songs like that where everyone's like, fuck yeah, I know this line. Yeah. And then, we're going to rock down to Electric, Electric Avenue. Avenue. And, and then, then we'll, we'll take, take it higher. higher, higher, higher. What's the rest? I don't know. Uh, Dancing on the ceiling. Here we go. <laughs> uh, this pod's going to be interesting. I just had my first coffee in. It's been a few weeks. A month, maybe. Wow. Yeah. No, three and a half weeks, maybe. That explains why you're sitting on the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you look weird from up here. I do. It's a lot of bald spot. Yeah. Well. Man, I still sometimes at these clubs, because they still have video systems from the early 2000s where it was like, not only is he on stage, he's on TVs on the side of the stage. And you're like, this isn't fucking an amphitheater. <laughs> I, I am smaller on the televisions than I am in real life. <laughs> What the fuck is going on here? Hey, you people in the last row, which is also the third row. Can you see? Can you see me? I go, what is this for? Is this for people that showed up on acid and like life is too real? And they're like, oh, the TV's better. <laughs> the TV's better. Uh, so, but every time like that happens and I'll like look at the TV, which is usually slightly behind me. And then like the bald spot will just ping like right at it. I'll just be like. I'll like look over. I'll be like, "Oh, that's depressing," <laughs> and then we'll all have like a sad laugh cry. And that's like when I'm at CrossFit and I the barbell hits my boobs. <laughs> no, no, I don't think that's the same at all. <laughs> oh, right, because mine's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Haven't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, not that there aren't girls that are into bald di- into bald One guys. One of my best friends is almost exclusively into bald guys, aka old. Dermen, but but also uh yeah that's it's a niche market boobs niche n- niche niche it's a niche did you have vaginal niche <laughs> i did but it's the prolapsing stopped also turns out it was my butthole and i don't have a vagina uh chris everyone told you that uh, well i was just man i was really hoping it wasn't the butthole and that maybe it was a vagina trying to escape Oh, God. I was like, oh, there's already a penis here. I need to get out. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, you stay. <laughs> I have an idea. Uh, it doesn't. It won't. It won't bend. Anyway, uh, what were we talking about? The Jews, probably. Niche, niche markets. Oh, yeah. Uh, how being bald is a niche market. However, boobs is like Coca-Cola. I don't know. I feel like everyone has different... Uh, preferences with boobies uh but i think big boobs are like kind of the gold standard yeah there's some i saw something on reddit the other day they were like big small i love them all yeah or you know i think we've we've definitely gone into that like that's how i am like i don't give a really give a shit about the boobs i'm really yeah i can't date a guy with a small ass really yeah it's uh see i'm a butt guy too so maybe it's genetic maybe it we're, might be maybe we're well, butt people i think we are well because everyone in our family has big butts and we're strong yeah. athletes maybe schleicher is german for butt person <laughs> i think it's german for asshole <laughs> let's just say butt person because that <laughs> makes this seem a little better <laughs> well welcome back welcome back it's the one millionth podcast i'm chris porter i'm andy porter we're siblings yep we're half butt people <laughs> we're all butt people we're all <laughs> we're 100 butt people yeah i can't date a guy with a small butt or like too sinewy what what frail thin, oh frail small okay. okay yeah um i can't everything just has to be in proportion i think 
<laughs> well, the good news is like that fad is going out of style. Have you seen like the side by side of Kim Kardashian when she was on Kimmel last week? When you week? say fat, like P H A T, or like when was what are you talking about? When you say fat is going out of style, like the ass. Uh, sorry. I mean, um, I don't mean fat. I don't even realize I said that word. Yeah. But like the BBL, the Brazilian butt lift. Oh like yeah, yeah. The Kardashian body. The apple. Bottom the huge, jeans, like the, the out, way out the of fur. proportion, but and yeah, the yeah, hips, yeah. and then the monster jugs. Yeah, and then That's... last week Kim was on another talk show, but the same seat. Yeah, of her like five years ago, and then her now, and it like heroin chic is coming back. I will say that. Uh, yeah, these the kids these days. I don't, I don't get like the dancing. Like it's all like very Charleston tap esque with the like the kicks and the fucking. Where like, are you watching kids dance? Was like it on a the musical? Instagrams and on the TikToks. Oh, the TikTok choreography? Yeah, where they're like, it's more of like the festival dancing where they're like, it's not sexual very much. Oh, it's, are you talking about, um, what are those called? Like step, step kids? Yeah. Uh, I don't. That, and that's an old, that's people, that's not even in style anymore. But it's not? No. Man. I, where it looks like they're using a skip it, but the skip it's not on their Yes, leg. a thousand percent. Yes, yes, And yes, then they yes. do it like in tandem. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes they'll have like a literally like a formation of them doing it. You're like, well, this is kind of cool, but also isn't dancing supposed to make me want to fuck people? Um, well. But also that's, that was kind of the generation I grew up in. Right. Where Just it was rubbing a, like a lot bar of parts together. Yeah. Yeah, that's a same. But now it's definitely more like the choreo. Is it? It's yeah. just a form of self-expression. But for sure. But if like I go out on a dance floor, which is rare, and and usually no, it's not. Usually I don't remember it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, usually it's like one of those things where it's like, oh, I danced last night. That's <laughs> that's gonna be. I'm gonna get some texts. <laughs> oh wait, already got them. Uh, but yeah, but now it doesn't seem the kids these days don't seem to rub up on each other it's all like look how fast my feet are yeah i don't know if that's like the influence of the tiktok choreography shit you know and then mixed with the terrible music that's out now that's for sure like all the house and ed like it's all just the bpms and that's all that matters yeah and also i'm sure like listen there were there was a lot of times you know when we were in our youths youths like the girl would be dancing, she'd be shaking your ass, and you would approach her from behind and like start dancing with her. And sometimes she was into it, and sometimes she'd look at you and like you had the plague, and you'd be like, "I'm fucking out of here." But at least you knew right away. You knew right away. But also, some dudes didn't. Were like, "Well, maybe I can sell you," and they would just kind of hang out to the point where like a friend would have to step in. And I'm wondering if there was just enough of that where the girl's like, I'm going to figure out another way to dance where dudes aren't all just grabbing up on me. <laughs> well, I mean, there is twerking. And I guess, you know, that's yeah, kind but of... Yeah, you can't, you can't come up on a twerker. It's too fast. It's too, you're like, uh, uh, it's like a jump rope. <laughs> it's the, like the double ropes. You're like, uh, uh double I, don't, dutch? I don't know when to get in there. <laughs> I don't know when to get in there. At least back in your day, you knew right away if it was a yes or a no. Yeah. Now the dudes have to be like, fuck, was it... Something I said, or was it when I missed the pause, turn, pause, turn, pivot, step, pause? <laughs> She's doing the East Coast. I didn't know we were doing the East Coast. So I started twerking, and shit was a hard no. Yeah. Mainly because I did it better than she did, but yeah. whatever. Yeah, the kids these days. I don't get it with their terrible music and their, and their weird dances. Mm -hmm. But also, I'm 43, and I drive by most music venues, and I'm like, what's that? Who's that? <laughs> Isn't that a cologne? Uh, yeah. So hilarious. Fucking. I'm just trying to think. You know, here's the thing about music from our time, and even the music in the generation before. They're still using it. Like, I love all the TikTok things about like where they just play the same beats or the same samples over and over again, and. You know, being the guy that loves a lot of soul music, like I can be like, oh, that's this song. And that's also this song. And it was also this rap song and this rap song. Oh, I bet you're fun at parties. Uh, I don't do it out loud. I just do it in my head. Cause, but a lot of, t you know, but also I'm the guy that like, if someone's like, this sounds familiar. I'm like, fuck yeah, it does. Cause it's this song and this song. And then, then they're like, okay, calm down. Hit the joint, Porter. <laughs> 
Uh, You're but, never allowed back in this pill to bear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, I thought it was a Lego store. It's the same color scheme, and I dropped my glasses. <laughs> oh, man. And I tell you what, um, still, I, I've been playing a lot of malls lately, and I still have problems with those. I walk in those Lego stores. I have too much money now. Before it was just like I can't spend that. Do you need, can- do you need someone to hang on to it or no? No. I went. I've- I went to Target yesterday because I went to Best Buy yeah. to recycle some computers. And by the way, I don't have too much money. Like I have tax problems. I just have too much money to be walking into a Lego store by myself, super high. Right. Because you're like, oh, I could build this before I leave town. No. <laughs> just ship it to Andy. <laughs> um. I. Got stoned and returned. I uh, recycled some computers at Best Buy and out here the Best Buy's next door to a Target. So I go into Target and I was like, oh, I'm just going to wander around Target and just kind of, you know, that's always just a fun thing that white girls like to do. Yeah. Or just women in general like to do. You know, just go look at the uh, the offerings. Yeah. And uh, I went in the Lego aisle and I was like, oh, there's so much new stuff. Yeah. There was like a, uh, there was like a bouquet of flowers. That looked interesting and nice. It was a cute little Vespa. The, ar- the car ones are cool and they the architecture one. ones are cool. I like the architecture ones, but there's new like, it only used to be cars and architecture and now it's a little more, they're expanding. Yeah, I'm going to warn you. Uh, I've had this for a while. So. Had I, what? This is a preloaded one hitter slash glass okay. joint. And I'm like, that That one hitter looks brand new to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came preloaded in a bag of stuff that was given to me by our friend. Bag of stuff, bag, bag of stuff, stuff, bag so, of stuff. But I'm at, I'm going to get, I'm going to the weed store right after this. Bag so, of stuff. Bag of stuff. Um, one thing that we keep wanting to talk about that, you know, I, I follow this uh, Twitter account called Uberfacts. Is it factual? I don't know. I trust them. I don't double research. Yeah, sometimes I'm like, really? Because I don't think so. But there (laughs) there was, they posted a tweet about a month ago that dogs poop on something that Chris and I are calling the doo-doo axis. But I'm going to need you to explain it because it has something to do with magnets and that is above my pay grade. Uh, So basically they did research that uh, dogs poop in line with the Earth's magnetic field. So your dog will always poop facing north or south and that was one of those ones that i was like nah there's no way but then i realized every time i walk auto he does face uh pretty much north or south it's never east or west so yeah that was weird um yeah he does do that huh which is also nice so if you ever get lost in the woods with your dog you just wait for it to take a shit you know you know which way well, at least you got 50% of it. Well, yeah. And then you just figure out where the sun is in the morning, and now, now you got everything. Or you could even figure out where the sun is at night. Not at night, you can't. Uh, well, at sunset. There you go. <laughs> well, you know, what I'm, you know what I meant. I know, but it's funnier if I don't. <laughs> also, you know Dad would have called in immediately. <laughs> hey, pause the pod, you fucking idiots. Can't see the sun at night, dill holes. <laughs> Where'd you learn dill hole? <laughs> How was your weekend? My weekend was awesome. We went to, what did I do? Friday night, I went to go see a show at the Fonda. Uh, Belinda and Emanuel got to have a night out. The Henry Fonda Theater is a very cool, uh, about 2,800-seat venue in uh, Hollywood. It's right on Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> Uh, I've seen a couple of things there. It's a great show. It's a great place to see a show. It's a great place to see a show. And up on the roof, it's like all AstroTurf, but there's a bunch of like little pod seating areas. You oh, can sit yeah, in. There's, a, right. there's a bar there. up there. And they weren't doing it that night. There must have been something wrong, but they usually project what's going on on the stage downstairs up on the wall upstairs. Oh, cool. So if you're like, this is getting to be a little too much, yeah. I think I'm going to go upstairs. You can, you're not missing the show. For sure. And who'd you see? We saw Chet Faker. Oh, I love his uh, version of No Diggity. Yes, it is very good. Yeah. Uh, that's So that's his overall tone is just vibey. Yeah, yeah. Mellow, but fun, dancey kind of music. So we pregame at my place. It's me, Sandra, Aubrey, Belinda, and Emmanuel. Yeah. We're pregaming at my place. 
have a great time. Although Emmanuel was like walked in and he goes into my fridge and he pulls out steaks. He goes, steaks. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And he like brought him out to the living room. He was like, what are you going to do with these? And I was like, oh my God. And then five minutes later, he was like, oh God, I need a protein shake. And I gave it to Get him. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And so I gave him one. And he was like, this is so much water. Who needs this much water? I don't want the beer anymore because I don't want to have to pee in the middle of the concert. And I'm just like, I this- forgot what going out with you was like. <laughs> so we get there and fucking... We're up on the roof, and Aubrey and Sandra are already... I'm, I was already like, oh, no. Oh, no. It's too early for this? It's too early for this. And we thought he went on at 9, but he actually didn't even go on until 10. His bass player, Chet Faker's bass player, opened for him. Oh, okay. And I don't know what her name is. Oasis is in her name somewhere. Okay. Ace Oasis or something. Vaginal Oasis. But she plays bass, sings. She's got a voice kind of like Tina Turner mixed with um, uh, Minnie Ripperton. I don't know who the second person is. She's the one who sings. Uh, it was uh, Maya Rudolph's mom. Okay. Yeah. Still no. That song that goes. Oh, loving you. Yes. It's easy because you're beautiful. That's Minnie Ripperton. Oh, okay. So she played bass, had a body like Grace Jones, and we were all just like, "Wow." <laughs> she was amazing, and then came out and played bass with him. But uh, Aubrey would disappear into the night, and I'm like, you know what? You're almost 38. Fucking it's see time. ya. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't care anymore. If this is where the documentary starts. This is where the documentary starts. So we're standing on and like off on the side on the floor section, and Belinda and Emmanuel are like, we're gonna take a break and go upstairs. And I was like, okay, see ya. And they leave me with Sandra and Aubrey, and they yeah. kept like trying to run off into the crowd to leave me with them. And I was like, no, 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 no. no. We are in this together. I am yeah. not the drunk wrangler tonight. Absolutely. So Aubrey was like, Belinda and Manuel go upstairs. Sandra and Aubrey were like, let's go get another beer. And they're like, do you want anything? I was like, no, I still have this one. They're like, we'll be right back. Five minutes go by, 10 minutes go by. Once we hit 15 minutes, I'm like, where the fuck did these bitches go? Yeah. So I'm texting Belinda. I'm like, where are they? And she's like, they're up here. They said you were fine. (laughs) And I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm also starting to lose some ground space down here. So I need y'all to come back. I don't, I can't keep five people space. Yeah, literally. Uh, and then Aubrey sobered up cause she went and just danced her ass off by herself for like an hour. Yeah. And uh, Sandra, uh, Did got not. hammered. <laughs> like I would just went like to 11. She was at 13. Okay. And we would just like, kind of like leave her so she could maybe catch her own balance. Yeah. And she <laughs> would like stumble forward, but like play it off. Like she was dancing. <laughs> and then would dance into the people in front of her. And I just ended up having to like put my arm around her. Oh, she, uh, she was running into people standing still. Oh yes. That's, uh, I've, I've seen people that drunk. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, I looked at my phone and it was 1130 and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. So I called an Uber and got a gutter glizzy on the way home. Yeah. Uh, that's a street hot dog. Oh yeah. And, uh, came home and ate that. So then- the, the, the whole, we're a team thing. Only applied till you were done. Yeah, pretty much. Well, Aubrey was <laughs> Aubrey was sober enough that I was like, "Good, now yeah. it's your turn." Uh, I believe Emmanuel's perspective on the whole situation was a little different. Yeah, forty minutes after I left, I get a text from Emmanuel. I was like, "You wanted to leave them the whole time anyway. Just leave them." Can you can you tell them exactly what the text said? It's yeah. The first text said, "You cunt." It's you fucking cunt. <laughs> You uh, left us with her. And I said, which one? He said, Aubrey. She's the caretaker now. <laughs> and I was like, good luck. He was like, it's hilarious watching them try to figure out what's going on in the Uber. <laughs> um, I left early just because I had to wake up early the next morning. Uh-huh. Because I went to a water park. Get the fuck out of here. What water park did you go to? Raging Waters. It's in San Dimas. <laughs> I guess that's where they go in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Okay. Who'd you go to that with? And so our pitcher, Mr. Meatball, it was his birthday party. Oh, Matt. <laughs> yeah. So there was like a group of like eight of us. And uh, I got to tell you, I haven't been on a water slide in two decades at least. Yeah. Man, are they fun. <laughs> I remember. It was so fun. I remember at Oceans of Fun as a kid, we figured out that if you fucking just rode down on your shoulder blades, you get going really fast because mm-hmm. there's less friction. Also, just really rubs that skin on your shoulder blades, just super raw. So you have like racing stripes. 
I got stuck on the Typhoon when I was a kid. That was the one that went straight down. Oh, yeah, the speed one. There wasn't enough water running on it. I was like nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have been flying. You were just... Yeah. (laughs) Um, Uh, So I've ever since then and... More water, please. (laughs) More more water, sir. Um, and then, you know, then that kid getting decapitated at the other water park in Kansas City. Oh, yeah. So I was like, mm, maybe I don't like water slides. Also, yeah, it was like, you look around, you're like, I don't see any of these kids in the bathroom. I didn't really go to the bathroom that much. Yeah. Angel and I went to the wave pool to be fair, just you don't to... go to the bathroom at regular pools. You I just, mean. You're a full-on pool peer. You're, yeah. You're gross. <laughs> Angel and I went to the wave pool just to pee. <laughs> I don't. I don't. How are we so alike and so different all at once? Because <laughs> I'm a good time and you're not, Chris. Fucking, well, um, but people don't have to drain their pool and I'm done with it. Uh, the chlorine kills it. I was a lifeguard. I the, learned how to... It just, it doesn't. It's just peeing. You're peeing. It kills anything that could be like not good for you. Except for the pee. It's fine. I had to take a lot of classes on how to chlorinate pools because I was the pool manager at Woodside for quite some time. Doesn't. Still gross. At 18. Um, it's a, it, it was really fun. They, uh, uh, Jordy and I went on a water slide together. It was a double tube and I sat in front and he was behind me. Yeah. And he should have been in front. The lighter person should always sit in front. Yeah. Lesson learned. Cause <laughs> as soon as we got to the bottom of the slide, I went face, or I don't know if I went face first or through the hole because <laughs> it was all so fast, <laughs> but I went down and I tried to come up, but it was right as Jordy's ass was going over my head. So I just got hit further down into the water. And I was a little drunk, so you, I was... <laughs> you got butthole punched? I got butthole punched in the back of the head, and I just came up... <laughs> butthole and I had, donkey punch. I felt like I had water coming out of like my eyes, my nose, and my mouth. It was horrible, because you're not... They don't sell alcohol there, but I got... You're allowed to bring in water and sports drinks. So I got the big Gatorades, like yeah, the... Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You just what made you. yourself vodka drinks? Yeah, so I would dump... I a dump little vodka t- drink, a little soda drink. <laughs> So I emptied the top third out and then resealed the lids with a lighter. Oh, nice. I didn't even have to go that far. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. didn't care. No. No. They work at Raging Waters. They yeah. give zero shits. They give zero shits. Do you remember the time we were at Magic Mountain and, and the kids on the... Uh, or no, I think I might have been just, just been there with Jess. Uh, <laughs> one time we were there and the kids were doing the announcements and it was obvious they didn't give... It. This was pre-pandemic. Uh, <laughs> and they were just talking shit to each other. Oh, that was you and me. Oh, okay. And no, and no one really caught it because no one listens to the announcements. Yeah, it's like it's very much the bit from Airplane. Yeah, and you and, you and I were like, wait, what's going on? And then we listened. It was very funny. But yeah, <laughs> they don't they don't care at all. Uh, uh, yeah, that was fun. And then came home that night and just chilled with Jordy for a little bit before I went home. I got an Uber home. And then the next morning, my plan was to go get, go to brunch with Aubrey and her dad and then get my car after brunch. Yeah. But Aubrey's dad kept ordering more, ordering more meat. Come on. Ordering me more cocktails. Oh, yeah. And then Aubrey was like, so your car? I was like, guess I'm getting it tomorrow. (laughs) And then uh, Matt and Meg came over to watch the afternoon football game. So we played some Uno. Nice. And then they left around like seven. Very cool. And then Monday softball, you took it off. I did. I, and I you didn't do, miss anything. I didn't regret it. No, you I shouldn't. saw the team because we played the same team we played the week before, yeah. just due to scheduling, and uh, I knew my presence wasn't going to make a difference. It actually might have. They kind of uh, they weren't playing their best. We could have probably beat them. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. But poor Jenny had a migraine. She even slid into home and got the got the run. Good for Jenny. It was cool. But yeah, that was my very busy weekend. Good for you. I uh I was in Seattle. Well, around I should say I was in the Seattle area. I uh <laughs> played a small theater in North Bend, Washington, and then a small theater in Everett, Washington. Uh landed in Seattle, got my so 
rental car lines for the most part are, are basically like Disneyland lines. Still? Just, yeah, it's fucking stupid. Uh, but then I realized with Hertz, if you just if you literally just download the app and sign up for the account, you walk by said line and wow. just go to a board where it says where your car is. And then you open the app. You're like, I'm in that section. And they go, take whatever fucking car you want. And I'm like, hell yeah. And there was a Dodge Charger. There you go. I was like, fuck yeah. And uh, let me tell you something. Dodge has a great way of capturing all the terrible things about their old cars. And <laughs> it's like... Putting them into the new one. It all looked... Dodges always look really great on the outside. And then you get in the inside, you're like, not as impressive. And then you drive it and you're like, super not impressive. Uh, it was like, hey, what if we took the feel of an SUV and put it in a car? <laughs> uh, which I get because old Challengers were very much like, or old Chargers were very like, all those old muscle cars were like big ass boats. Mm. And I'm like, but also, it, this is a 2019. Let's uh, tighten her up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but the first night, I had this, like, kick-ass Airbnb where, uh, like, to the point where I, like, took the card where I was like, I might want to come back here. Oh. Because it was, like, a two-level townhouse. The backyard faced a river or a stream. A creek? A cr- uh, which was crystal clear. And then you and you had like your, in it. you had your own hot tub. Yeah, no chlorine in the in the creek. Uh, so if you think I'm the first thing or person to piss in that creek, uh, you are wrong. Yeah, I know. I'm very aware. Uh, but no, so that was great. The show was awesome. Uh, and then the next day, uh, I, wo- I woke up and drove over to Everett, which was like an hour drive. Seattle's very pretty. A lot of mountains. Yeah. A lot of pine trees. At one point, I love an alpine state. There is a, uh, which is the most Jeff fucking statement you've ever said. Well, I was going to, I love, I truly do love an alpine lake. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like Tahoe, Big Bear, uh, Arrowhead. Yeah. Big fan. Uh, moving on. It, have, have you been, Chris? I thought Chiefs fans were dedicated. These Seahawks fans on a mountain, which had no trails or roads anywhere on it in the fucking middle of it was so see the Seahawks big thing is the 12th man which is the crowd right uh so 12 is like the number someone hiked to the middle of this fucking mountain to hang this giant 12 banner and just left it there and I was like maybe they did it with a helicopter even so that's a $30,000 fucking maneuver. Yeah. So you either hiked up a mountain or you spent a Hyundai trying to just to fucking go Seahawks. A new Elantra. Yeah. Like Chiefs fans buy a bus, an old bus, and they paint Chiefs on it with house paint. And they're like, my kids aren't going to college, but I got a Chiefs bus. Well, see, look on the ones. Look at what the sacrifices here are being made, though, Chris. A Seahawks fan, the only thing they're giving up is a Hyundai Elantra. Chiefs fans are willing to give up their children's futures. Right. I guess we are the better fans mm-hmm. in some That's way. That's dedication. I guess. I guess it's really what metric you're using. That is high risk, low reward. <laughs> but yeah, and then the Everett, I spent um, the theater was like super historic, like hundred, like over a hundred years old. Uh, George M. Cohen performed there. Who? George M. Cohen, the the guy from Yankee Doodle Dandy. The, oh. The thing that, the guy that the whole thing's about. Oh. Yeah. I've never seen it. You've never seen Yankee Doodle Dandy? Mm-mm. It's. I know it's your favorite. It's the best. <laughs> it's the best. Never seen it. I fucking, I even rewatched it. Uh, on 4th of July, which is kind of the day you need to watch it because it's very patriotic. He was a he's a Irish immigrant that comes over and falls in love with America and then writes like all the greatest songs about America. Gay. Uh, <laughs> uh, anywho, uh, 
uh, watched it the other day and I was still, I was eight years old. I was, ah, my, I was clapping along, having a great time. Mm-hmm. And then I missed like one of my favorite numbers, went back, rewatched it. I was like, fuck you, America. And uh, anyway, George M. Cohen, Nat King Cole, Helen Keller had, perform- had spoke there, not really performed. She wasn't yeah, much was of a performer. Yeah, what was she doing? Fucking spinning plates? <laughs> <laughs> just walking. <laughs> hey, she made it to the microphone. No, she could walk. She just couldn't hear, speak, or, or, or see. speak. Yeah, so like getting her to walk to the microphone is probably a- the fact that she could find it without falling off the stage. I think she echolocates. <laughs> Like there a it dolphin. is. Yeah. <laughs> Murder. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Otto's looking at me like I might be in trouble. <laughs> uh, hey, Bubba. But no, the, I, you know, as much as I love performing at Mall Funny Bones, uh, these little theaters that I've started doing are really, really cool. Uh, and then the flight Sunday was just the fucking. It was a travel day where you just seem to always be swimming upstream. Like the weekend before, there were there were these huge, well, not huge. There was articles about these huge lines at SeaTac, which is the airport there. SeaTac. Yeah, it stands for Seattle Tacoma. Oh, I was uh, thinking like the letter C. Uh, yeah, that's why I told you. Anywho, uh, <laughs> I mm. <laughs> hello. That's Andy's opinion on SeaTac. <laughs> that was the weirdest burp I think I've ever had. It was. Are you echo finding or whatever the <laughs> fuck you just said? Yeah, I think you've got some weird snacks in your cabinet. <laughs> no, they're gone. <laughs> they're gone. Yeah, spe- hold on. Hold, but speaking of weird snacks, we'll come back to SeaTac. Yeah. Can you talk about what happened when you ate the sugar-free gummy bears? Oh, God. Oh How's God. your recovery? Okay, so the other night... uh. I have a special friend uh, that we don't need to talk about uh, who leaves very healthy snacks at my place. And uh, I eat most, it's a lot of like protein chips and shit like that. Anywho, uh, they left a uh, pack of, I was high and I wanted gummy bears. And I was like, I'm just going to go in the cabinet and see if there's anything in there like protein. Just if there's any snacks. I was actually looking for a Kime bar because I had bought a box Mm -hmm. at Costco Mm -hmm. and they had spilled. I was like, there's got to be an extra one back there. And I reach back there and I find this bag of sugar-free gummy bears. Sugar-free. Sugar-free gummy bears. (laughs) So I'm like, yeah, fuck it. And Chris, who apparently hasn't. Been on the internet in the last 10 years. Uh, no, I had heard about, I figured they had fixed them. Because <laughs> I figured they'd read the reviews. Oh, God, no. And also, these weren't the Harrowbro ones. These were off-brand, which also should have been a clue. Like, the off-brand ones are like, we'll fix it. Uh, anywho, to be fair, on the front end, pretty good. Ate them. I was like, these aren't bad. Down the whole, I mean, it wasn't like a family. It was like a snack bag, like a one single serving bag. Okay. But I downed it pretty quickly. Hour later, felt fine. And then I went to bed. I, I just kept waking up. You have a rumbly in your tumbly? No, I felt like I was going to explode. And then I would just wake up and fart and hilarious fart. <laughs> like, like classic, like. <laughs> Uh, th- and Andy is doing that with her face, but that is a fat. Th- and I would just like, he, 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 he. And then I would go back to sleep. And then the whole next day it turned from funny to fucking not fun at all. Like I was like, what the fuck is happening to my insides? And it, and then I made a tweet about a uh, Bobo's and gummy bears uh, you can go to all my Twitter and see it. I'm not going to fucking follow me on Twitter at I am Chris Porter. Uh, and so, but yeah, it was all, like, it's to the point where like just talking about it now, I kind of have to poop. Like it's <laughs> really bad. Uh, but yeah, no matter what brand, no matter what year, no matter what, how hungry you are, do not ever eat. And I will say this, uh, I've been on, you know, I've been, having a lot of sugar-free candy shoved at me and the sugar-free Reese's peanut butter cups, not bad, not bad at all. Uh, 
And the, to be fair, the sugar-free gummy bears in your mouth. Not bad either. But you got to you got to yak those up pretty fast though. Uh, it, Taste them twice. It felt like that just my insides were dying. And and it also smelled a little like that too. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was bad. But anyway, back to SeaTac. Uh, <laughs> feeling better, fully recovered. Uh, I'm a pretty, especially traveling. Like I don't like stress. I don't like undue stress. So you traveled with me. I like to get there early. Mm-hmm. I go to the Admirals Club. I chill the fuck out. Uh, it's all very long and easy. It's worth the peace of mind. It's worth the peace of mind. So SeaTac. Uh, uh, last time I was there had an admiral's club and I had read anyway I'd been reading these articles the weekend before about lines these horrifying lines that stretched all the way to the garage to get through security and stuff even dad called me he was like you've been reading these articles about I'm like I got it and uh, but also like in my paranoid state of mind forgot that I have TSA pre-check and clear and like it's not really an issue and uh they literally push people aside when I get there. Uh, <laughs> when I get there. That's well, what clear what, does. with anyone with clear or pre-check, they're just like, excuse me, sir. You did not pay $180. Uh, so drop off the rental car, wake up early, drop off the rental car. Cause I want to get to the Admiral's club, open my iPad, have plenty of time to like watch the first half of the game. Get there. There is no more Admiral's club. I can go into the American Express Club, but that was like in a completely separate part. I think I like had to get out and take an Uber. Not really, but it was that far away. Uh, And I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to find a quiet part of the airport, watch this game, have a coffee. Uh, Did that. Of course, flight's a little bit delayed. No big deal. I kind of saunter up there a little bit late. Uh, you, You have to take a bus to the plane. Mm. which uh, I hadn't seen since London. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, well, what I didn't know was like, there was like a separate uh, bus for the first class priority people that I totally, I was like, I'm going to go pee and look for something to eat. And then I came back and had to ride on the normie bus, <laughs> which was fine. Like I got there and sat in first, I got upgraded and then it was just finally got home. Uh, couldn't watch the end of the game because, uh, I was on a plane and they didn't have the live TV and they did, and they didn't have a good enough internet to like watch television. Sometimes you can, and sometimes you can't. Right. And, uh, so I'm just watching us fucking eat a giant bag of dicks. Uh, you know what? It's best you didn't see it. What I was reading it on the app where you're just like every alert. You're like, fuck mother fuck. (laughs) Son of a bitch. Wait, why'd they do that? And they're like, why'd they let the Tourette's guy sit in first class? <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, got. And then it was just like Monday afternoon traffic home from it. So, uh, but yeah, it was just a long trip home, but I finally got it done. And then uh, yesterday, uh, which was Tuesday. Tuesday, in it? Tuesday, in it? Uh Got to see my best friend since I was 12, Brian Phillips, for... I hadn't seen him in the flesh in three years. Be Phil. Uh, our buddy Brian, a uh, very good friend of Andy's as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is now uh, a very uh, successful YouTube personality uh, in a very niche market. Look at me using that twice. Uh, he uh, reviews high-end computer peripherals for nerds, basically. Yeah, and uh, there are a lot of them. And there are a lot of them. And he was in town for a YouTube creator conference. Oh, nice. And so, uh, and so, yeah. So, if you need a six hundred dollar keyboard, he's your guy. Go to his. Go to Bad Seed Tech at anything, and uh, he he'll review it and all those sorts of things. Uh, but yeah, so that was my weekend. Good times. Great oldies. oldies God bless America 95. and small puppies. Uh, but now that we've uh, gotten here, you know what time it is. Listener mail time. Ba-da-da-da. Listener mail. Manscaped ad here. Oh yeah, don't forget to send me one this week. I won't. Folks. 
He absolutely did forget to send me one. Andy's interruption. In fact, the entire podcast is brought to you by Manscaped.com. That's right, talent receivers, poor heads, and double fucks. It's time for another update on Chris's Kemp Bush. And I got to tell you, it looks like a community park down there. A good one. Like one of those ones you're like, oh, I can get married here. Not one of those ones you're like, oh, I had a friend die here. Do what I did. Go to Manscaped.com. Order the plow. Order the lawnmower. Get yourself the crop cleanser. Make your crotch a destination. Get your crotch on the top 10 list of a Yelp list. Make your crotch a place people talk about on Mondays. And that all starts by going to Manscaped.com, entering the code one getting the 20% off, getting the free shipping, and improving your chances at mouth hugs. You like mouth hugs, don't you? Manscaped. Hey, if you have questions, concerns, send them to listener mail. Nope, that's not what that is. Take two. Hey, if you have questions, concerns, or if you need life advice, send them to one millionth pod at gmail.com. That's all words, one million with a TH and a POD at the end at gmail.com. And uh, if you're lucky, we'll read them right here on the pod. The pod. The pod. Uh, quick, uh, quick question. Who played shortstop on, uh, on Monday? Rob. Goddamn right he did. Guess who the first email's from? Rob. That's a segue. Here we go, Rob. He made a great catch. Did he? He got a line drive right to him, and he was like, pow! Well, that's good. Right in the mitt. Uh, good for Rob. Uh, he's really coming around, and he's going to become a great softball player just in time. For him to move uh, to the East Coast. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Uh, Rob says, what up, portholes? What up, Rob? Uh, says, do you even read a subject? Ooh. Mm, used to. I do audiobooks now. Okay. Uh, long time, fuck you, short time, come on by. Did you know that 54% of U.S. adults 16 to 74 old lack proficiency in literacy? According to the U.S. Department of Education, about 130 million people in the United States have below the equivalent of a sixth grade reading level. You know what? That does not surprise me, uh, given the last few elections. Uh, so let's get people horny about books. Hey, you guys want to fuck a book? Uh, Rob didn't say that. I did. Anywho. Uh, oh, I thought Rob said that. I was like, that's funny for, coming from Rob. No, he, he did say, so let's get people horny about books. And then I added, say... Did you want to fuck a book? All right. First uh, of all, you're going to need to get one of those drills that cuts a hole. For sure. Uh, my question is, do you go long ways or short ways? I guess it's a question of, do you want to see the other end? Or how many paper cuts you want? Oh, God, that would hurt now that I think about it. Holy fuck. That's like a... Huh. <laughs> oh, 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 man. You know what? I'm going to fuck a Kindle. Oh. Uh, the kid's tears lube it up. <laughs> uh, the guy that made it. Anyway, uh, he goes, uh, what are you reading right now? Fucking don't be a dick, Rob. <laughs> what is the last book you finished? What is your favorite book? Are there any plans to start a one millionth book club? Uh, absolutely not. Uh, anywho, fuck you. See you on Monday. Hugs and kisses, Rob. First off, Rob, I'm not going to tell people to do stuff that's going to take them away from listening to our <laughs> podcast. Uh, hey, you know what? I do this podcast. I edit this podcast and I still have time for books. Are you reading a book right now or are you listening to books? Well, I'm listening to a book, but I'm still ingesting a book. Yeah, but you're doing it like probably on drives and, and walks, walks to places. Yeah. yeah. So it's. But yeah. that's when I have time for that. Okay. Well, maybe you should learn to read and walk. <laughs> uh, and I don't really think that. I mean, you are ingesting books, but that's not reading. It's like a podcast. <laughs> it's the same thing. Um, the last book I read or listened to, I guess I should say, was I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy. Okay, but what was the last book you read? I don't know. I'm like 20 pages into Salem's Lot by Stephen King, I think. There you go. Uh, I don't but know. But this is still reading. I, this it's is... not reading. It's not reading. You're ingesting a book. I'll give you that, but that's not reading. You're listening to a book podcast is what you're doing. <laughs> well, right now I'm listening to American Sherlock by Kate Winkler Dawson. And it's uh, it's the origination of the American crime scene. Oh, okay. So like how the they investigation. Use... Well, it's like the forensics, like blood spatter, yeah. fingerprints. The origin of, of the American crime scene was the guy that killed the first guy in America. Yeah, the American crime scene investigation. There you go. 
Anyway, that's what I'm reading with my ear pussies. This is fucking gross. Is it Braille? <laughs> and I'm also listening to She Said by Jody Cantor and Megan Toohey. But you could also be saying that I'm listening to She Said by the Beatles. And that also qualifies, I hate but you. it doesn't mean it's a book. It still counts. Rob, you need to tell us if you think audiobooks count. Uh, they don't. I mean, he can tell us what he thinks, but it's not reading. I'm going to Google, do, are audiobooks real books? Are That's not the question. <laughs> That's not the question. The question is, does listening to an audiobook qualify as reading? And there's no. Oh, according to... Oh, that's apartmenttherapy.com. I don't think that's credible. <laughs> no. Uh, you're not... But you're not asking the right question. Okay, Time Magazine. Our, the headline says, Are audiobooks as good for you as reading? Here's what experts say. But it's not reading. See how they... So that already makes my point because they've differentiated audiobooks and reading. They found no significant differences in comprehension between reading, listening, or reading and listening no simultaneously. You're making the wrong argument. You're wrong argument. You're saying you're reading, but you're not. You're listening. No one's saying you're not ingesting books. Well, I'm in a book club, and they say it's fine for audiobooks. So. But you're not reading. It's still my point. Who has the time to read? There it is. <laughs> you're so proud of yourself. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I hope your bidet fucking fucks up later. <laughs> Blasts a hole through your colon. So, Emmanuel and Belinda bought <laughs> a, a, a bidet that apparently was made by Super Soaker or something because <laughs> they have a fucking button on it that's called... They had to, So, there was a button that Emmanuel kept hitting and he was like, this bidet is way too fucking powerful. And then Belinda's like, what are you talking about? It's fantastic. And apparently, there's a separate button that's like a turbo or like vortex. it's called the vortex it, like they looked it up in the manual and it's the vortex but and i guess it's to like if you're constipated or in case you sat in paint yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you're just trying to power wash a specific point on something <laughs> uh <laughs> i want to know what the fuck bidet this is where they're like no we're gonna need the elephant version. <laughs> Just in case, you know, there's some lumberjacks in Canada that buy this. Uh, uh, this next one's from Greg. Greg. Greg says, just answer it. The, this question is for Chris. Love you, Andy and Otto, but it's not about you. Why was the ugly and angry taken off Netflix? It's my spe favorite special of all time. Where can I purchase a record of it or listen to it all the time? Love you guys. Uh, Greg, I'm going to answer this. Greg, you can find it on Spotify to listen to it or Amazon Prime or YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, or if you come to my show, I sell copies of it on vinyl. I sell copies of it on DVD. Uh, Do you sell merch online? Someone does. Someone does. Someone does through uh, like Amazon and stuff. Oh, nice. The record companies do. Cool. Uh, but not me personally, just because I didn't know if you did it through your website or what. No, I have enough problems just keep you know there's a lot going on and i just you know i have enough problems keeping shit in stock for just the road stuff mm -hmm. and i don't need to like come home and then have to like fulfill orders like jet that yeah. just sounds like a fucking nightmare right uh so if someone does want to buy and like if you go to my website there are links to the amazon stuff and uh but yeah the best thing to do is just come to my shows and buy it there anyway uh the reason it was taken off Netflix, the con and we've talked about this before, uh, was not my choice. It's not like I was like, oh, you're going to fucking. You're going to miss me. You're going to miss me. Uh, no, they just chose not to carry it. Uh, a, a not an, I would say not enough people watched it, but I don't even think that's it because they've uh, kept a lot of specials on there that I know weren't as watched as much as that one. Uh, and they so had to make room for The Floor is Lava Season 2. Yeah, there's, you know, there's just so much space on their servers. Uh, but, you know, I would obviously I wish it was still on there, but, uh, I, you know, I think we all do. But you can find it if you just Google. There's this uh, website, Greg, called Google, where you can literally just type things in and it will answer for you. Yeah. And if, you know, Google, the word scares you, you can go to Ask Jeeves. Ask Jeeves, yeah. Yahoo.com probably still works. Uh, yeah. Uh, fucking... Um, yeah, 
Tubgirl.com. <laughs> That's my favorite one. That's don't please don't do that. Do it. Don't do it. Do not Google Tub Girl. Google anyone. Tub Girl. Anyone, please do, do it. not Google. Uh, you'll never. <laughs> so we have a friend. Uh, we had a friend. He's still around. Uh, we don't talk to him as much, but, uh, we were, Andy and I were talking about tub girl. Do not look it up. And our buddy, look it up. our buddy was, <laughs> he goes, what's tub girl. I'm like, Oh, you've seen tub girl. And he goes, I don't think so. I'm like, there's no way you haven't seen tub girl. I'm sure I've shown it to you. And so he looked it up and there was this long pause and he goes, no, no, I haven't seen Tub Girl. It's one of the most disgusting, disturbing things you will ever see. It's photoshopped. It's not. Okay. It's very. Who was it that said that? Japanese fetish. Who was the one who said, no, I haven't seen that? Uh, John. Boop. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that moment, but as soon as you started telling the story, I was like, oh, I remember his reaction. Yeah. So, uh, New York City's mayor is putting shade on the sunshine st- or on the sunflower state. Oh, uh, well, yes. I heard it. someone tweeted this at me yesterday. He said, we don't have a brand. He said, New York City has a brand, which is fair. Also, how myopic to think that only your city has a brand. Kansas has a brand. Hold on. I need to Google what the fuck myopic means. What's, uh, what's myopic? Mean? Like one, oh, one yeah. viewpoint. That's one optic. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, it is. It's from a guy. I mean, Kansas very much has a brand. It's not a brand, you know, probably you or I are proud of. Yeah. But uh, wheat, wheat, flat, uh, cows. Kansas used to be uh, a very like we were known to be very even handed and open we were kind of a progressive state in the fifties, sixties, seventies, even eighties. And then man, did we make a hard right. And, uh, so now, yeah, we have a brand. It's NASCAR. It's, uh, the fucking the first, the first, uh, vacation movie Eddie's house. Like I'm sure that's, uh, the vibe. Yeah. Um, and I definitely grew up, I grew up in a version of that living mm-hmm. out where we did at the time. Mm-hmm. Like I definitely partying in a lot of fields. Near I went Bob. to field parties. Uh, we, but we were exclusively yeah, field, exclusively parties, field parties, except for when we went to our friend, our buddy, Jared, his dad worked at the newspaper at night. So we would just go over there and party like every weekend. But if we weren't there, it was pickup trucks and fields and hope people, Man, I remember one party in particular. Someone showed up with a case of Natty Light, and it was like fucking uh, piranha to a piece of meat. Like it was just like, <laughs> give it, give it, give it. Uh, so anyway, New York City. Uh, his his exact quote was, "We have a brand. New York has a brand, and when people see it, it means something. When we go there, it's not dot dot. Kansas doesn't have a brand. Laughter. When you go there, you're like, okay, you're from Kansas. No, you know what? But New York has a brand. Uh yeah, I think people from Kansas do have a brand. It's just not as brash. We're just low-key fucking farmer folk that <laughs> sit at the end of the bar and fucking don't really talk to anybody. And we play Almond Brothers on the jukebox. And we probably will whoop your ass in some pool. And then we'll just go right back to our beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's people from... And also New York has a thousand brands. They have so yeah, many like brands, a, they like should the, be in Macy's. It's a cultural melting pot. It is, which is great, and it's what's beautiful about New York. But and Kansas is a cultural melting pot of boiling water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of whites. You're like, what if we mix Swiss, provolone, mozzarella, ricotta, and just made a porridge? That's actually very nice. I was just going to say it's a big tub of sour cream. That's closer. Yeah. That's closer. Yeah. Especially uh, with like the weird liquid on top. Yeah, especially in the if you're anywhere but Kansas, like the suburbs of Kansas City, it's yeah, it's one note for sure. Yeah, yeah, and that note is D minor. The speaking s- of people who are of all notes. Speaking of people who suck, but I let me. Bef- 
let me just finish before you get into oh, okay. it. People from Kansas are very good, genuine people. Mm-hmm. And they will tell you straight to your face what you think in a very nice way. But uh, there, and I just wanted to put that out there. So moving on. Yes. All right. So, well. Nomadic. No, nah, that, that's the wrong. I don't want to use that word. Um, is there any band that you would walk miles to go see? Anymore? Like today? Yeah, if there was like a band. Well, you know what? Let's say you're like 25. Oh, a thousand percent I would have walked to see the Black Crows no matter where. How many miles? Uh, three. You would have walked three miles? Yeah. This kid walked hundreds of miles. What? To get to the gathering of the Juggalos. Aw. <laughs> His girlfriend kicked him out and he just started walking and that's not even the best part. He was carrying a catalytic converter that he was going to sell to get home. <laughs> that he had obviously stolen. Obvi- yeah, look at this guy. Oh, with the pipes. He didn't even just take He didn't even take just the catalytic converter. He was like, I don't have the tools for that. Yeah. I'm taking He just muscled that off. Cuz really, you could it only just needs the chunk part. The rest of that's just pipe. Right. Man First of all, I don't know, for the listeners, if you don't know what the gathering of the Juggalos is, there's this band called Insane Clown Posse. Band is a stretch. It's a stretch. There are two guys that wear clown makeup that rap about your mom's pussy. Um, <laughs> almost exclusively. <laughs> almost exclusively. They do have this one song called The Dinner Party that I did know all the words to in high school. Uh, it's, it's a good song. I'm. Is it a good song, or do you just have good memories re- uh, surrounding that song? I have good memories surrounding that song. Uh, this one of the juggalos gets in. The premise of the dinner song is that uh, girlfriend invites the juggalo boyfriend over to meet the parents. He ends up fucking the mom. Oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, but he wasn't the only juggalo walking around with car parts. Classic. I think uh, Beethoven wrote a song about that too. <laughs> what? Fucking your mom? I mean, what song isn't about mom. fucking your mom? Uh, Not like in a Oedipus kind of way, but you know, like yeah. fucking someone else's mom. There it is. Um, he wasn't the only juggalo walking around with stolen car parts. Uh, someone got caught stealing at the gathering, <laughs> which... Juggalo on juggalo crime? Yeah. Uh, juggalos... Or wasn't an Eminem fan being like, fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, no, this juggalo got caught... He got caught stealing at the gathering, and he was chased out, and his car was destroyed. Oh, I'll bet. An incident called Juggalo Justice. How, how'd they know? That means he was there with a friend. And well, no, friend... He, he was trying to escape in his car. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, look at the, this is the other dude. This is the guy who got chased out. Yeah, he looks like that guy. He looks like the guy that ruins every party. That's what everyone who's a fan of Insane Clown Posse looks like. Oh, that's a thousand percent correct. They were guests on The Soup once. And I have to tell you, it was never a more terrifying vibe on set. Were they nice? Uh, They uh, were fine. They were fine. They kind of stood there in an intimidating way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially during rehearsals. Okay. And everyone was kind and they didn't really want to fuck around. Yeah. Or laugh. And uh, they had a hype guy that was with them. Granted, rehearsal started at 7 a.m. on Wednesday mornings. And so we're there, and this hype guy asked out Lizzie Cooperman. She said no. He was like, what are you doing after this? And she was like, what? <laughs> and then he came up to me in the studio, and he's like, hey, what are you doing after this? I'm like, sir, it's, I'm working. <laughs> it's seven. In, it's 7.30 in the morning, sir. Yeah. Uh, they, I mean, they did a good job on Brunch the show. Brunch and fuck? Brunch and fuck? Anybody? <laughs> Brunch and fuck. I'm trying to get a group, <laughs> but it was, uh, it was, they're very serious, especially yeah. about Fago soda. And I don't know if you've ever had it. It is not good. No, it's not good. No. Ah, uh, well, anyway, you, I got to go, uh, hit the road cause I have to steal some catalytic converters <laughs> to pay my rent next month. Well, uh, well I'm in West Palm this weekend. Uh, hurricane bedamned mainly cause it's hitting the other side of the state. Although there will, it will be a breezy weekend. I'm sure. So come <laughs> on out to the Palm beach improv, go to improv.com for tickets. All my dates are chrisportercomedy.com. Uh, you can find the pod at 1 million pod. That's one, all words, 1 million with a T H and a P O D. And, uh, what else up, Andy? 
you you can find me on Instagram at Andy Port and on Twitter at Andy Porter. You can find the pod on Instagram at the number one in the words. That's, nope, that's Twitter. Oh, sorry. Yep. I saw the bird in my brain, though. There it is. Uh, you can find the pod on Twitter at the number one in the words millionth pod. As always, I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. This has been the one millionth podcast. Fuck you. Come on back. <laughs> Weren't that high this time, were we, Mom? <laughs> Suck it. No. And well, that's an insane clown posse song. <laughs>